Back when we were young, things were so easy. Now it's all become so damn deceiving. They tie you down for just believing in all of the things that you've been dreaming. Don't be too close to the sun, they say. Yo, 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 it's your boy JB with Reggae360. This is episode number eight, the Ocho with For the Vibes by Reggae360. And I am here with a very special individual. His name is Mark, a.k.a. Mr. Roly Poly with the Dabba Ranch himself. Mark, how are you? Man, I'm good, but I think it's episode nine. You know what? I lost track, man. I love every episode. I have fun doing this goddamn thing. It could be episode 100, you know? <laughs> what episode is it? Nine? Let's get that straight first. I think it's nine. This is a big episode. We I'm need things to be wrong, on point. I, I, yeah, it's episode nine. Thank you, everyone. Appreciate you guys coming out once again. We got big things popping today. Let me let me tell you, man. I, I got in trouble last week for saying that we had somebody that was more special than the special individual mark right next to me i'll tell you what man i'm gonna have to do it again we are blessed with the presence of another even more special individual mr aka icarus rhodes himself aka the man the myth the legend behind the super group tropidelic a man with focus determination Grit, grind, passion, level-headed, resolved in his mission, an absolute legendary beast himself, Mr. Matt Rose. How are you, sir? What's up, buddy? That's, that's, man, that's quite an intro. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't know. Do you mean like special, like short bus special, or like what do you, I don't know. <laughs> I'm on the short bus, man. You made the cut for the big uh, bus. All right, man. All right, sounds good. <laughs> well, we, we, are, we are blessed with your presence, man, because I know... You and your band have a lot of big things going on right now. We might as well jump right into it, man. Friday was a big day, am I right? You guys dropped a little something special for the people. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah. It's just, just dropped a new single, and uh, you know, pretty stoked about it. It's been pretty good so far, as far as the response and all that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You guys worked with uh, an interesting uh, collaboration on that one too, uh, Wookie Foot, man. That's. That's something special. How'd that come about? Um, they've been I've been going to see them out here at a place called Nelson Ledges for 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 a lot of years. And we did some dates with them in twenty seventeen and I got to meet um Murphy from Wookie Foot. Uh he's a lead guy and uh dude's just like a straight inspiration, like 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 he's he just like motivated me on so many levels and i think he does that you know to a lot of other people too obviously but um i was like man if there's a something if there's, if there's a way and get him involved on something and then i had this track and it's like uh, i'm trying to think of the box sort of ideas that i could you know incorporate and i was like man he's, he'd be like perfect for something like this and shot him an email and 
you know, I heard back from him uh, about a week later, and he said, you know, dude, I like this idea a lot, and, you know, it's been, uh, it's been smooth ever since, and, um, yeah, like I, like I said, we just try to, try to do something different, and, and, and I think they're like, uh, they're an artist that, you know, a lot of these people, um, on the East Coast reggae scene may or may not be aware of, but they certainly influenced me in a lot of, um, sort of this Midwest sort of movement, um, and I think it's like a great fit. Yeah, I mean, from hearing the song, it definitely sounds like a great fit. So you said you've been seeing Wookie Foot for, for years now. How would you describe their sound? Well, that's a tough one. <laughs> I don't know, but like I, I, I like it. You know, like it's 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 cool to me because if you go through some of their catalog. You're gonna hear you're gonna hear even more diverse sort of music than you would hear on something that we put out. But they got bluegrass, they got stuff that's hip hop, they got stuff that's sort of jammy, they got stuff that's just like otherworldly and like sounds like almost it's like uh you know Eastern sort of culture based. Like it's 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 crazy, and that's and, and all of it's done like so well that like it's really inspiring to me. Somebody who's trying to make sort of you know, a, a diverse array of different, you know, songs to hear somebody like this that's done so well for so long. And it's just like so inspiring in what he does. Um, so, yeah, I don't think you I don't think you'd be appreciated putting being put in a box. It's like I don't. So, you know, but it, he does a lot of different things and it's always it's always on point. Respect. That's tight, man. That shit brings me back in 2008. I was living in Minnesota, all right? I was going to school, and I was working at a little Mexican restaurant. I was a line cook. And I remember the head cook, just this awesome, he was like a stoner, a younger guy, and he loved Wookiee Foot. He would blast him every single day. And when I came out to the East Coast, shortly thereafter, I have not run into one person that knew Wookiee Foot. So the fact that, Matt, you got those guys on a song, you guys are on a, a national scale, and, like, that's just dope. I just thought that collab was uh was fire, so I wanted to hear about it. Um, that's cool, man. That's dope. I like it. Yeah, so like, so like, so so cats are like super, super popular and successful in in where they are comfortable with and what they do. And um, so we've been blessed to go out and play with them in some of these places, and, and we see it firsthand. And to me, that they're 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 not only inspirational from like a like it, like a musical front or, or anything outside of the music as much as um, like their business is in line and they know what they're good at. They know where to go, what they do, what they're comfortable with. And they do it extremely well. And they've done it for a long time. That's inspiring to me because a lot of times people say, Oh, you gotta, you gotta tour the whole country relentlessly for a freaking decade. Or you gotta, you gotta go, draw in Southern California and do this and that. And like, that's not really how it is. And these guys prove that like they have, they have their niche and they have their markets and they kill it and they kill it. And they, and they're, they're well-respected and, and I appreciate that. And you got to get in where you fit in. You know what I mean? I like right. it. Dude. I like it. Right. Are they, are they from your neck of the woods? Looking for it? Yeah. No, no. Well, I mean, they're from Minneapolis. Oh, okay. Shouts out Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, they're from Minneapolis, so like that's that's also like I, I also really like that they're from the Midwest, and not only they're from the Midwest, they're from a place like Minneapolis, which um, not to discredit any music coming out of Minneapolis because there's been a lot of great a lot of great music coming out of Minneapolis, 
um, that even someone that's personally influenced me, but you don't hear you don't hear a whole lot of you know stuff coming out of Minneapolis on the regular. Like the like atmosphere, obviously, in the whole rhyme series thing that that was a big influence to me coming up and you know got your obvious prints and i'm sure there's a lot more but it's just something you don't hear like uh you know often like oh this so-and-so is coming out of minneapolis you know and then i don't want to negate our homie john Wayne in the pain also very uh very special dude and a friend of ours that's been uh just a cool ass cat man and he's uh you know he's riding a similar wave to some of us and you know it's just cool to meet midwest dudes like that nice man yeah, so it's been quite the week. You know, you guys dropped that single Icarus. It's fucking fire. If you guys haven't heard it, well, you heard a little bit of it in the beginning of the podcast, but go check it out. It's a dope song. I feel like there's a, I feel like there's a meaning behind that one, Matt. Could, could you speak to that a little bit? Um, yeah, just um, you know, it's just kind of like it's just like a recurring theme for me for some of this stuff and. I very rarely will sit down with the intent to like write a song about this or that. It's kind of just what comes out at the time and it may just be a hook or something, but the recurring theme is kind of like, you know, kind of like fuck what these naysayers say, do your thing. And, um, I think some of that kind of came through on this one. And, uh, you know, even further than that, it's kind of like, If you look at the story of Icarus, it's like it, it didn't end well, obviously, you know, like, yeah. um, so, you know, we're all kind of, we're all kind of heading to the same end game, you know, so you might as well take your chances and take your shots while you can here, because um, ultimately the result's going to be the same for all of us, you know. So, yeah, speaking of the story of Icarus, John and I were talking about this, so like, you know, uh his father had warned him of complacency, right? And not to fly too low or too high. And I feel like a lot of that was coming through in your lyrics in that song. Right. Right, exactly. So there's, I mean, I very, I, I don't usually like to get into detail about stuff, but to vaguely say it, like you can interpret it how you want to. It was just kind of what came out of me. And I didn't like, like I said, I, don't, I very rarely will ever, I can't think of one example, honestly, where I sat down and I'm like, all right, this song is going to be about this, and I focus and I write it about that, which maybe I should try to do more, but for now, it's just been like, you know, I'm sitting in the car, and I'm like, this cool melody, and a couple words come with it, and I'm like, oh, it's kind of cool, and then maybe I'll elaborate from that, but, you know, it just comes on the fly, so. Hey man, it's been looking um, for you so far. Yeah, right, shit. Whatever you're doing is working, man. You're bringing good songs to people, man. If that's the way it comes about, so be it, man. You don't need to explain it yourself, man. Regardless, we love it. And I and I like the whole shout-out to Greek mythology, Icarus. I mean, that that's just fire. A lot of your music is very motivational. It's very deep, man. That's that's why a lot of people really fuck with uh, with, with, with Trap in a, in a real way, man. You guys got a very diverse sound and, and, uh, and, and hit a lot of different points, man. It's... I'm curious, is that intentional, man? Is that kind of division, or is it just like, like you said, if you feel a song, you put it out, and then people interpret it how they want? Um, I mean, it's it's both. I mean, like, I, I don't, there's something to be said for having sort of like a, at least on like a per-album basis, there's something to be said for having a concise group of songs that kind of tell a story together, or at least kind of carry a similar vibe. So that's like it's something that is a consideration for sure, but not at the cost of doing what sort of comes naturally. So it's a, I mean it's a balance, but 
I mean, I don't see myself ever just straight up writing just like one sort of kind of music. Like I, I got these, I'm like, every time I get something going, I'm already thinking about the next one or the next one. And like, it's been a long time dream of mine to like do a bluegrass record. And like, I, I, like, I think I'm thinking, and we're leaning towards having like a hip hop record coming out and, you know, and hip hop in the tropidelic sense, you know, it's not, it's all kind of, kind of be true to ourselves. I'm not going to go Dr. Dre on everyone's asses, but like, um, but like, yeah, there's, I, 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 I got too many, I got too many feelings and too many influences to kind of contain it within sort of any sort of, you know, predetermined genre. So, you know, I guess it's the balance though, cause you, cause you can't have nine genres on a CD and expect someone to kind of understand it, or, or at least the majority of people to kind of wrap their heads around it. So it's a balance. Well, to that point, you're going to attract a larger audience, I feel, because people listen to different stuff, right? Yeah. So like, I mean, like a good example is like, I mean, the Chili Peppers or like, you know, even, even to a degree 311 and stuff like yeah. they did a bunch of different kind of styles and whatever. And it worked out for them because they set themselves apart. You know, we're not, we're not remotely close to a level of, of those sort of bands. So it kind of, it has worked really well for us. And it's also worked against us in the sense that, you know, we can't quite put us in a box so that sometimes we don't fit in one opportunity or another because we're just like not quite digestible enough, but you know, it's, it works both ways. So like I wouldn't have it any other way. So I guess, the, you know, ultimately this is what we're doing and, you know, hopefully it separates us, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. You guys are definitely carving your own path. Well, shit. And if you really think about it, I mean, take it all the way back to, to go to a throwback throwback and kind of the whole reason why we're here Take it all the way back to Sublime. You listen to some of those old Sublime CDs, man, they got everything. They've got hip-hop, yeah. ska, punk rock. I mean, you know, you want to talk about the OG, OG, Bradley Noel. Like, he, I feel like he would say the similar kind of thing Matt's saying right now. It's like, don't put me in a box. Like, I, you know, you have these musical inspirations, man. You you chase them. I, I love it. I respect it, man. But uh, that's cool, man. That's cool to kind of, like, get a little behind the scenes, man, and, and understand kind of, you know, your, your take on things as you put out this dope music. So, um, much respect, man. Much appreciated. Yeah, sure. So, so outside of this single, man, outside of the stuff that, that Tropidelic has going on, man, you guys are just absolutely killing it right now. Um, you announced some other big news, right? And, and it has to do with, uh, you know, a, a, an affiliation with a, with a brand right now that's just on point that is um, ineffable records. Can you talk about that? I mean, is that, is that, uh, um, you know, do we have to sign an NDA? Is that on the DL? Like, can you, can you talk about how that came about and kind of what that means for you a little bit? Yeah. So, um, yeah, obviously these are the big players in the game right now. Uh, they got a, a whole lot of, um, people and groups under their umbrella that are doing big things and we're stoked to put out this record through them. So, First single came out yesterday, obviously, and we're gonna kind of, kind of like, uh, like a working timeline for things. So there's definitely, we're definitely wheels in motion, um, and things are gonna be coming pretty quickly here in the next little bit. But I bet, yeah. d definitely stoked for, stoked for the new partnership and the relationship, and excited to see what's gonna come of it. You know, I think that the timing was pretty interesting too. Uh, you know, the Uglies had announced that. Um, 
that Buzz EP with Ineffable too. But, you know, working with Ineffable, do you see any sort of extra value add coming from, from working with those folks? Yeah, I mean, like I said, that their reach is, is big. It's a big reach. They got a lot of a lot of people under their umbrella. Um, I mean, if you go to your website, you can see it all for yourself. I know you guys are in the know. So there's a lot of different things that can come from that. And a lot of the moves that you make um, are about networking and stuff, too. So, you know, you know, if you can if you can enter into a, a situation that puts you in touch with a lot of these these important players, then you know you're making you know solid moves in my opinion. You know, it's all about who you know. Absolutely, man. I agree with you there. Hey, your network determines your net worth. Okay, I love it. One thing you there said, you Matt, you said the wheels are in motion, and I know nothing's been announced, nothing's been officially talked about, but I have to believe as a fan of Trapadelic with his new connection with Ineffable, that there's got to be some new music down the road. Can you talk about that? Can you tease the fans? Or or do you have to shut it down? We can't, we can't discuss that. No, yeah, there's definitely, a, definitely an album coming out. So we're going to drop some singles. Yeah, so it'll probably, it'll be this summer sometime. So we haven't officially said that much yet even, but... uh I don't see a problem saying it. It's going to be this summer, and there'll be a couple singles, and we're working some videos on this last tour we just got off of, so trying to come heavy with some content and just pack a punch with all this new material coming out, and uh, I think I think the fam's really going to dig it. Damn, yeah, man. man. You just made some people's day right there, boy. I tell you what, man, you got some people excited. <laughs> got my music moving a little bit, you know what I mean? I mean my music is fully <laughs> torqued right now. Your metal is fully torqued? I don't, I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> hey, Rhodes, is it safe to say that Icarus is going to be on the new album? Yeah, yeah, that'll be on there. So, uh, is this unofficially the first single? Yeah, yeah. I love it, I love it. Now, so, I mean, you're, you're talking summertime. We're not looking to nail down any dates, but, you know, obviously July, August, probably somewhere in that area or something like that, but do you have any plans on releasing one, two, three more singles as we move forward? Yeah, there'll be a couple more singles and then the album, so, but... um, Get ready, people. That's all, that's, yeah, that's all I know really right now is that, you know, we're heading towards that goal and everything's going to come pretty rapid fire and between now and then so Damn. stay tuned on it awesome so you know last time we spoke uh actually jb had started the interview by asking you what you're excited about on a personal level and i think your answer was basically along the lines of it takes you a lot to get excited because right now you're focused on grinding so right jb Ask him again. Well, yeah, no, that's 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 spot on, man. Last time I was like, hey, man, outside of music, like, what are you excited about in life? You're like, man, honestly, it takes a lot to get me excited right now. I'm just on the grind, man. I'm on the grizzle. So I guess, man, same question, Mark, like you said. Yeah. What are you excited about outside of music, man? What do you got going on? I mean, anything? Anything's moving the needle for you or what? No, I mean, honestly, like, I, the, I was excited about having this Murphy from Wookie Foot in this song. I was, like, genuinely excited. Yeah. I'm asking music that's not outside of music, but my answer is the same, bro. Like, I'm meeting some old friends from college today that I haven't seen in a long time, so I'm, I guess I'm a little excited about that. I mean, you know, but, uh, yeah, like, i just been up working. Like, i just been working. Uh, you know, it's my first off weekend in, like, two months, and I'm just 
working, dude. Like that's that's all that's all my focus right now. Bro, you're working right um, now. You're on a podcast, man. <laughs> Even well, like, no, coffee, I mean, you're working, dude. I love it. I'm, I'm taking a break, sipping some coffee for you guys, but like, uh, there you go. Yeah, it 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 does it does take a lot, and like, uh, you know, it's like a. Uh, it's like a drug or anything else with this, with these shows and everything. Like it takes more and more. And I think that's, that's just kind of how the process is too. Like, you know, it used to get excited to play any show and get nervous a little bit or whatever. And now it's, you know, it's gotta be thousands of people before I start to feel that butterfly. Not to say that I'm not excited. I don't love what I'm doing. It's just like, you get accustomed to things just like you would if you were whatever, you know, anything else, you know? So, you kind of get like a tolerance for it and, and not only that but it's you know it's part it's part of the growth and everything like you become more comfortable doing what you do and uh you know if it puts you outside of your comfort zone that's when you start to get those little feelings in your chest you know so Ooh. that's that's a that's a healthy thing though that's, that's how it's supposed to be those little feelings in your chest man i love it emotions too. man that's life that's how you know you're alive like shit that. and 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 talking about man you know what what that grind has has created for you and your band man i'm i got a throwback question for you man i was doing a little research like i always do for these kind of interviews man and i'm looking bro back in 2011 okay first of all you know i know chop Trop is active on Twitter. Matt, you, not so much. It's been a little while since you tweeted, but I went back in the day. 2011, your first tweet was, I am super stoked about the music that I'll be putting out in spring. Dot, dot, dot will be epic, comma. My 10 Twitter followers hear it first. And only one person liked that tweet. (laughs) So my question for you, (laughs) what is different from then until now, man. Talk about that, where you're at now, man. You guys are touring the nation, blowing up on fire. You look back at that moment, 2011, you're on your phone. Maybe you don't really know how to use Twitter. You throw that out there, and now here you are, man. But you had 10 followers. 10, 10 followers. That's something, man. That's more than most. Do I have any more now? Because I, I literally haven't logged on Twitter probably since since then. Uh, <laughs> let's just say Trapadella's got a pretty healthy following. I'm not, I don't know if no offense taken. I don't feel bad. That's social media stuff too, dude. I'm the kind of dude like, I can't, like, it's just, it's a total necessary evil when you're doing any kind of like brand awareness, no matter what your business is. But me personally, I rather. I'd rather live live off the grid, but like it's, it's unfortunately something I can't do. And the position we're in is just too important, and this is how you reach people, so it's it's necessary. But as far as your question, as far as what's you know what's changed between now and then, I don't know, man. Like you know, I don't even remember. I don't remember writing that post or anything like that. But just just even looking back to like my college years when the idea of this whole thing first started, like I I can't believe. Like, I, I just, if you had told me back then that we'd be on the 311 Caribbean cruise or, you know, playing the Warp Tour or selling out venues, and, like, I just, there's just no way. Like, I wouldn't have believed you. There's, I couldn't have fathomed it, you know? So, it's it's really incredible, and I try to do a better job of taking time to reflect. And honestly, something like this kind of forces me to, but I, I feel like I am so... um just kind of focused on what's next and what I need to get done today that I don't, I don't take the time like I should to, to really take that all in. And, uh, 
that's unfortunate sometimes, but it, it is it has been a blessing overall. And uh, you know, I'm blessed to be where I'm at and doing what I'm doing. And you know, life's short, man, and you you, you got to appreciate sometimes. And, and I'm trying to do a better job of that. You know, you're an interesting guy. Um, you know, we we talked about eight years ago. You put that tweet out, and over the past eight years, you said you know you could have never fathomed being on the 311 cruise and you know, maybe play, playing Cali Roots last year and doing a lot of things that you're doing now. You guys have your own festival. Are you the type of guy who just like 24-7 stays on your grind and that's how things come to fruition for you? Or are you the type of guy who believes in the power of the universe where you just put things out there and, and things come together for you? I'm, I'm trying to be that latter guy that you said. Yeah. Because there, there is, and it's it's people like this, um like Mark, Mark, Mark Murphy over there. And like, and some people I've met in the road that that's, I wish it was that easy for me, but that, you know, I come from, you know, a military father, you know, I was raised on, on hard work and discipline and that's how you get things done. And, and honestly, it's, it's, it's kind of snowballed so much where that that's not nearly enough, like to, to maintain what's, what's going on right now. So, but that's what got me to the point where I was, I was able to enlist people to help me. And I'm extremely thankful for the, the team I had involved because all this stuff doesn't happen without these very important people um, around me that, that, that not only support me, but they support the whole project and the festival and, you know, everything else. It's just, uh, there's just no way I could do this on my own. In fact, I think about that sometimes. I'm like, what if, what would be, where would I be at right now if so-and-so had, you know, had to, had to dip out or do other things? And like, I'd be, it'd be devastating. Like, there's, it takes, like, an army, you know? And, uh, and I've been, I've been privileged to be able to have these people around me that, that keep these things moving uh, for me, so. You know, speaking of that, speaking of that, speaking of an army behind you, you definitely have that, man, because you have a lot of fans out there of the work, the art that you put out there. And I wanted to take a moment. All right. Imagine right now you're talking directly to your super fans, your super supporters, the people out there on social media repping the tropodelic. You know, the, the people that are just like, maybe sometimes it's a little too much, but you know what? They fuck with you heavy, dude. They love what you do. What do you say to those people, man? Let them know. I mean, I, I imagine they're listening. What? What would you say to those people that really, 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 really fuck with you in a real way? I would say thank you. And that just, you know, we, I try to be, and we try to be accessible and available. And, you know, there's, there's again, like, like this interview is doing as far as forcing me to reflect and, um, you know, kind of take it all in a bit. There's, there's very few things that do that quite like somebody reaching out and saying yo um this song or your music or whatever got me through this this fucked up thing or you know so and so it's it's just like it'll catch you off guard like and i'll be so focused on what i'm doing and my own piddly petty bullshit that i'm working on or whatever's going on and then someone sent a message is just like totally crumble the walls and i'm and just it just it just hits me like lightning like like whoa, like this is, this is so much bigger and important than whatever, you know, my blinders are on for today. And, uh, 
I guess I would say don't hesitate to reach out. And, um, you know, I think I said it before to you guys. Like, I don't even like the word, like, fan. I don't, I don't like saying it. I don't like I, – it's, it's like, you know, we're trying to create a family here. And, um, you know, there's there's been people that have been introduced to the music that's that have formed, like, long-lasting friendships. And, uh, you know, as much as it – it's probably unrealistic to be personal friends with everybody we come across. Like I, you know, I always want to be kind of accessible in there and we'll always be hanging out in front of the shows and, you know, we're not hard to find. And, you know, I, I, it's really, especially where I'm at in my life, um, you know, talking to people in these personal relationships are like the biggest sort of value that, you know, I get, I get from a day to day. Um, you know, as hard as it can be sometimes with the schedule and everything else, like, you know, my partying days are over. So it's, it's just about these like meaningful experiences and relationships that kind of give me my, my life force, you know? Damn dude, that, that's real, bro. That is, uh, it's very real. I, I, uh, I respect that. And I feel like I'm in a similar boat and I feel like a lot of people that love your music are in a similar boat, man. And your message really resonates, man. You really, you know, you really affect the people that listen to your music, and that's just that's just fire, man. And, and, and talking about some of these like interactions with people, and some of these little things that that bring value. A question for you, man. Like outside of music, just what are some little things in life that that make you happy, man? Just like things that that you enjoy. I like working out. I mean, I, I, I like yeah. I like spending time with my girlfriend and my family, which it can be it can be difficult with, um, with you know how crazy things can get. But you know, especially like you know, I got like I got friends and stuff. People are like, oh, I'm like, you know, I'm living in my parents or whatever. And I'm like, dude, like living in my parents sounds pretty good about now. You know what I'm saying? Because I I'm, I feel comfortable there. Like I, I got, you got people that you know love you deeply in a, in. in and want what's best for you. Like I, I, and my parents don't live in my, in Cleveland either. So I got to travel. So when I'm there, it's just like so meaningful to me. And, you know, same with all my other family and stuff. Like it's, it's like I said, it's, it's, it's just more what I said about these relationships and these experiences. Like, um, you know, I, I like to get out and do things when I, when I actually have some free time, which is very little, but, um, you know, travel and stuff like that. It's, it's, I just, um, I just was thinking that uh, money comes and goes, but time only goes. You know, it, it's about it's about it's about the experiences, and uh, and and that's uh, that's what I try to do with my spare time when I have some. Damn, money comes and goes, but time only goes. If that's not a goddamn lyric in the next song you guys put out. I'm gonna be upset, man. That is uh, that's awesome. Man. I know, man. My money always seems to be gone. <laughs> yeah, that's real too. Shit. Um, no, I hope nobody said that before because I thought of it the other day, or I, I think I thought of it before and I saw it in some notes or something, and I was like, "Oh man, I like that a better." You want to make a fucking Trapanel bumper sticker with that? You heard it here first, <laughs> all right? T-shirt or something? Probably some rapper from the '80s, like you know, put it out there. But you know what? Here it is today, dude. I like it. Um, Listen, stepping away from the from the micro level that we're talking about, these fan interactions, we're getting real deep, man. We're talking about, you know, real shit. Let's take a step back, look at the macro level, the bigger picture. 
of Tropidelic and, and, and what you guys are doing and accomplishing right now in the reggae rock scene because it's just phenomenal to, to, to see. I'm curious, man. You guys have had the pleasure of working with artists like and, and touring with people like Sublime with Rome, for example. Okay, you guys have obviously have a great relationship with Bumpin' Uglies. You guys have toured with some amazing bands that, that, that people love. And I'm I'm just curious, man, like, are there any bands that you guys really just gel with that you just genuinely, like, have a good time with and really fuck with on a personal level? Or when you get to that level, I mean, is it just business as usual? You know what I mean? Like, who, who, um, who out there do you guys really... Uh, really enjoy being around working with that you just vibe with it's uh i mean i think that goes with like any other kind of you know relationships being built the more time you spend with people the you know the more you, you discover your commonalities and see if you vibe or whatever so like a lot of that is you know based on who we're around most which is definitely the bumping i said we tore them a ton just like on a kind of playing field of where our heads are at as far as what we're doing and what's important. I think, uh, you know, we, we vibe pretty well with them, but also we just did like a run with Roots or about and those guys are like just the nicest dudes ever. Oh, love those guys of good nature. Respect. We had them up here in the Hampshire so uh, Pipe Green Brewery recently. Got to get intimate with them. We did some, uh, some acoustic sessions. Great guys. Love those guys. Nothing but love for them. Yeah. So, you know, for us, it's a lot of the bands that we've seen a lot because we're familiar and we're comfortable. So, you know, that's who I would shout out. Of Good Nature is another one. Um, you know, so it, it's it's really about the familiarity and, and your comfort level. Because anytime you're touring with somebody new, too, you're kind of both feeling each other out. So um, it's hard for me to evaluate without having been on the road or around somebody for a while. But we definitely, you know, we're comfortable with guys like that. Yeah, man. That's dope. So, yeah, I, I got a question for you. So, how, how do you keep the sex from running wild? Or, <laughs> or or do you just have to turn a blind eye and let those guys do their thing? The sex, dude. I don't know if everyone knows what well, what we mean by that. They're Tropidelic fans. They definitely know. Um, That's a balance thing, too. I mean, it's just a balance <laughs> It's just a balance, man. Uh, hey, you for know, those who don't know who the sex is, let them know. It's Derek on trumpet and James, the MC and trombone player. Um, yeah, I mean, like those guys are just like full of full of ideas and they're hilarious and stuff. And uh, you know, we try to <laughs> balance long-term goals with the short-term goals and just like <laughs> fun as well so you know there's definitely been conversations but it's you know it's, it's a little give and take you know that's a great answer any any uh anybody that any guys that go out on a friday or saturday night try to balance short-term goals with long-term goals that's great advice i like that man. That's <laughs> you know going to your live shows one thing that really really separates you guys aside from your music is the fact that you guys jump out in the crowd and get out there and start singing and playing music with everybody. Is that something that's going to continue? And is that something that's also very difficult to do at certain venues? 
think, I mean, I don't see a point where we would stop doing that, but I know there's been concerns with, and it's happened where one of these horn players will get just like straight, like jammed on their, on their trombone and almost knock a tooth out and stuff. So like the only thing that would ever stop us would be like legit safety concerns. But I mean, I'm hoping that doesn't really come to fruition like that, but it's, it's what's, it's again was something that set us apart, so I don't see us like stopping altogether anytime soon. Um, but, but yeah, so like I, I, I love doing that stuff and, and keeping the show lively and, and interacting. It just plays into more what I said about accessibility and and trying to do all you can on like a on a one on one kind of level with people. Oh yeah, and uh, fan audience. Speaking of your band, right? And now, uh, you know, we in this interview conversation slash uh, shit show, we have learned a lot about you, your philosophies on life, who you are as a person, what the band has going on, big things that are happening. To take it back and, and just talk about the band, Tropodelic, man, I want you to go through and say something positive about each member of the band. Let the people know, man. Spread that love. Spread those good vibes. One positive thing about each member of the band. All right. Um, James, uh, let's start with James. James is, he, he is a, he is a people person, man. He is, he loves meeting everybody. And uh, for like a task focused person like myself, that's, that's motivational to me. Like he, He's just a good dude overall, and that's kind of his thing. And that, that's really, I think, his forte is is being a, being that person that wants to meet everybody, and like that's kind of his his focus as far as um, off the stage. And I think that's a great thing because it's somebody like me. I, I, I uh, as much as I love meeting people and stuff, my focus on a day to day basis usually is what what do I need to get done here, you know? So that's cool. And then. Um, Derek's just like he, you know. I credit him for a lot of um, support for this, the changes and the stuff I went through. Dude, the dude has done and accomplished a whole lot that that most people can't overcome in a lifetime, and it, that's just been, you know, the crux of a lot of things um, that we've undergone and I've undergone. That just him being there and being an example is incredible. And then, not to mention, he's just like full energy and you know, good ideas as far as content, which is awesome. Um, Bobby, Bobby's just a solid dude, just a real good dude, and um, you know, he's approachable. He's a great guitar player. So, and he's just like you kind of always know what to expect from him, and and he he kind of he kind of maintains a kind of this certain level that it was nice because some some people in this especially not and i've been one of them in the past like will just fly off the handle you know or you don't know what you're getting from one, one day to the next um you know i've definitely been like that in my day but bobby's not one of those guys and uh pags pags is probably like the straight macgyver of like the reggae rock scene like He's built out our buses. He's fixed our buses when it broke down. I mean, he just he just has a wealth of knowledge that um that I, I don't come across too often. He can do a lot of different things um, that most all of us can't do. And Rex, last but not least, 
Rex has been like a blessing to have around. He came on. He's the most recent guy. I think it's been, I think it's been like almost two years now, maybe something like that, maybe a little less. But anyway, he's he just like has the most enthusiastic energy, and to have him around, it's also the youngest, but to have him around just been like refreshing. Um, so and he also he's got great video skills and stuff too, and he he comes with a lot of knowledge of that sort of stuff. Um, he's actually putting together one of the one of the videos that's about to come out in the coming month or two. But um, I think that's everyone. I feel pretty bad if I forgot somebody at this point. I think you nailed it, man. Cool. So, you know, obviously you guys get a lot of love in Ohio where you call home. Are there any other spots around the country that showed you a surprising amount of love? Maybe a specific venue or specific locations throughout the country? Um... Yeah, like like Florida's doing real good for us, and uh, there's like a, there was like a big fan meetup before the show in St. Pete last week. That was pretty cool to see, and we had people traveling to three, four, five shows all across Florida. So that's pretty cool, and um, you know the Northeast is turning out a little better for us too. We 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 didn't go there for a long time, so but I think there's a lot more in the works, including. Um, there's going to be a big support, just like a week or two of support slots are about to announce coming up in the Northeast. So it should be uh, pretty cool when that drops. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, in the next few months here or summertime anyways, a little bit more than a few months, but you got Freak Stomp coming up again. Is this the, uh, third year? Yeah, it's the third year. Third year. So myself, I've never been to Freak Stomp. I definitely want to get out there. So for, for those who have not been to Freak Stomp yet, how would you briefly describe the experience there and, and something that people might be able to expect? It's just a great time and a great place for everyone to get together that we meet all across the country. Um, you know, it's like putting all this, those special interactions like in one place at one time. And that's like my biggest takeaway from it that, that I like the best is seeing so-and-so who's so important to us, but we might only see once to three times a year with so-and-so on a complete other side of the country that we feel the same way about. And then meeting each other is just like, it's just like ignition. It's just, uh, it's wild. But the, the location's badass is here too. It's like an old ski resort. There's a bunch of cabins that sold out pretty quick, but you know, we're just trying to go bigger and better and, build this thing up as a its own sort of entity um i'm excited do you have any kind of crazy weird stories that have happened the past couple of years that you'd like to share <laughs> i don't think any of them that want to share but uh <laughs> you, gotta, you, you gotta know be there to experience it people I, I will say overall that like you know we're we're there for that we're there for the camaraderie and stuff like that so um you won't see as much as the just like straight out of line shit that you might see other places. At least I hope not. You know, like, you know, our, our fans are pretty, um, considerate and, um, you know, I hope that we kind of parlay that message as best we can. But, um, yeah, so there was very little problems, I guess is what I'm saying. And it was, everything went really smooth in the past couple of years. So yeah. trying to keep that track going. Excellent. Excellent. Well, looking forward to seeing you out there. Uh, oh yeah, brother. So I know we're getting a little uh, 
light on time here. So we're going to jump into a different section, something new for this week. Uh, Reggae360 had reached out to some of the fan base and asked them to submit some questions. And so I have uh, just a couple questions here from some fans that, that have some questions for you. They want to hear your responses. So uh, Pat wants to know, how odd was it playing acoustic in some random guy's basement in Omaha? <laughs> I don't Acoustic is uh, is always – like we don't do a whole lot of that. That's like not – like, you know, we're out there getting crazy. That's sort of like our, you know, our strength. So – it's always it's always something different for us to do the acoustic thing. But that's a, that's a good dude. I think I know what he's talking about. That's Pat out in Omaha. He's a good-ass dude and a good supporter. So it wasn't that weird. I think he gave us donuts and coffee. So it always lightens the mood. Big ups to Pat. He's also a writer for Reggae 360. Okay. Um, Tony is curious. Why doesn't Trop ever play the song Peace? <laughs> Tony, we'll play it for you, bro. I'm, I swear, I promise it's going to come one of these days. But but I guess the short answer is that that was 20, I don't know, at least a few, three, four years ago. So there was some different writers involved and different things like that, and that can create issues. Um, but we could bust it out. We'll bust it out for him one of these days. I know who Tony is. All right, Tony, you heard it there. So Sean wants to know, do you really put salt and pepper on your mac and cheese? No. Never. Okay. <laughs> no. All right. I got a good one from Jamie. Jamie asks, I'm curious why Rhodes chose to use the Tom Brady line in his verse on the new Bump and Ugly's track, Buzz. It seems there are so many better things that you could have rhymed with heyday. Is he a Patriots fan? <laughs> No, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not a Patriots fan. I'm not. I'm not anti-Patriots or whatever. I frankly don't have the time to really focus on much of any sports anymore. But um, I don't know, dude. You gotta say something for dudes like just like longevity and like just. I mean, I, I can't. You can't deny him. That he, he, if he's not the greatest, he's one of the greatest all time. Oh, he's the greatest. Yeah, I mean, you guys know. You're talking to some Patriots fans here, so I was looking for yeah. that question. She she elaborates a little bit more, and she says. You could also mention that you could use "never quit" like Jamie for future references. Jamie doesn't quit. You're right; she doesn't quit. Never quit like Jamie. So, future performances. There you go. One more from Connor. Uh, <laughs> this is an interesting one. Do you prefer chunky or smooth peanut butter? Also, what's the pl- best place to spread it? I I prefer smooth peanut butter and. I, I don't know what he's going for, but I guess on wheat bread, I don't know. <laughs> I don't eat a whole lot of peanut butter or bread anymore, but that's where I put it. I don't know what he's talking about either, but, I mean, you can put it almost anywhere. I mean, it's not cheating if it's your dog. Yeah, I guess so. Right. <laughs> and that was fan submission questions right there, baby. There I really love it. Oh, up. man, that was a great segment. All right, Matt, we're going to wrap it up with some rapid fire with you. Just hit you with some random words, some random... Uh, Topics here. Give us your quick little first thought off the top of your head, and then we're gonna go ahead and wrap this episode nine up. All right, let's do it. First word: tropaholic. Love. 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 Okay. Mark. All, right, all right, Matt. Hip hop music. <laughs> Love. I don't know. Um, I, I 
was definitely Dr. Dre just because I brought that up earlier. Dr. Dre. Everyone in the room right now is 30% Dr. Dre today, so. Yeah. Nice. I don't know what that means. I but... heard that on a Theo Vaughn podcast this morning. I thought it was funny, so. I love Theo Vaughn. As a man. Um, freak stop. Family. Damn. All right. The future. Positive. Tour life. Uh, beans. I'm sorry. Beans. 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 We got, we got a can of beans. 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 All right. It's the it's the magical fruit, isn't it? I guess so. <laughs> the more you eat, the more you toot. Um, difficult. College. Damn. Fear. You said fear or beer? Fear. Beer? With an F. Like. Oh, fear. Frankenfort. Heights. 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 Same here, brother. Man. How about beer, too? I'll throw that one out there. Beer. I said Bud Light just because, like, when I was drinking beers, I would, like, get whatever I could. I was drinking, like, 15 of them either way, so I would, like, try to save myself some pain the next day and get, like, the watery-ass beer So because it was going down the hatch either way. And if I did some kind of, like, stouts or some shit, I would see you dead. So, yes, Bud Light. When you got 15 beers in you, anything can happen. And not always right. good things. Not always good things. Thank God uh, we're at a different phase in our life, man. Respect. Mark? Yeah. Uh, jalapeno. Good. I love jalapenos, man. I always ask for them. All right, next word. Beast. Beast? Yeah. Dog. Okay. I have a feeling where you know where, where you're going to go with this one, but snacks. Snacks? Cliff Bar. Ah, there we go. I thought, you, I thought you might have said beans again, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't even eat a whole lot of beans, but some of these other guys do. And it just makes me think of like being on the road. Just easy beans. I don't oh, know. Beans. First album. Rebirth of the Dope. Mm. Don't don't Google that. Don't look for that. I definitely won't. Mark, next one. Okay, I'll go. Avocados. Gross. I'm, I, I, I love. I used to love avocados, but I had, like ate too much of them one time, and I'm now on that weird place where I like, smell one and I start to gag. But they're good. I like avocados, but I just like ate too much, so I'm on this like hiatus. Damn. You know what? You're so crazy. <laughs> you are not the first guest that has in, uh, indulged in avocados uh, too much and has had to take a break. Um, yeah. Article Sound System. Uh, lead singer Logan. Shout out Logan. She is a, a just a dynamic human being. Similar, uh, although she ate so many avocados that she's now allergic. So maybe she's, you're in the same boat. Who knows? Those guys are. I just I've been following them just loosely on like socials and stuff. Like I, I'm excited to see what they do. Like they, they look they look and sound very good. So oh, they're amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. Their sugar shack sessions are off the hook. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Word. Um, all right, one more. Well. A couple more. Two more. Two more. This is the second last one. And then we're going to wrap up. Adrenaline. Shows. Stage. Okay. Yeah, man. All right. We got one more for you. Reggae 360. Bros. Bro. Yeah, gang, gang. Appreciate you, man. 
I like it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap. Matt, we went a little over our time today, but we really, sincerely, from the bottom of our hearts, appreciate you, man. Love everything that you guys are doing. Looking forward to hearing some new music. I know you get some solo stuff working on, too, so hopefully we hear some more of that. Dude, just keep representing, dude. You uh, you have a just a unique perspective, man, and the people need to hear it, man. Keep feeding the people music, man, because they need that shit to get through their day, man. Keep doing what you do, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. Appreciate everything you do, man. Appreciate your... Your mentality, man, what you bring to the table, man. We're big supporters. We're big fans. Anything we do for you, man, let us know. We'll do it. Because, God damn it, we are big-time tropidelic fans and fans of the man, Matt Rhodes. Not even the musician, the man, Matt Rhodes. So, big respect, brother. Keep it up. Thanks, man. That means a lot, man. Appreciate you guys, man. Little fun fact. Um, We are at Reggae 360 headquarters in downtown Manchester. And we are setting up shop right now, and we have a beautiful purple tropidelic flag we are hanging up right after this is done. Cool. Flying that flag, baby. Awesome, man. Appreciate it, guys. Of course, of course. Any closing thoughts? Uh, No, just you guys. You guys are doing a good thing with what you're doing with Regus 360 and that, um, you know, I appreciate the hustle and... And I, and I wish you guys the best, man. And, and we're here to support, too. So you need anything from us, let us know, bro. Likewise, brother. It was great having you today, man. Thanks for taking the time out of your day. Again, we appreciate you. Good luck with the rest of 2019. And uh, looking forward to seeing you at some shows, man. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, peace. All right brother. Peace. Bye. Tropidelic, what an awesome individual. What a fantastic human being. That guy, they broke the mold after they made him. And I love the fact that he's on such a grand stage, bringing such a positive message to people, a tale of redemption, a tale of believing in yourself, a tale of just being a good, grounded individual. Love it. Love it. And I tell you what. The second half of this podcast is going to be about reggae rock news. If you made it this far, it means you want to know what's going on in the world out there. And I got to start with something that we forgot to do last week. We were absolutely roasted for forgetting to discuss a couple of bangers that were dropped last week. And first and foremost, I'd like to put my hand up and apologize. That's on me. Our boys from New Hampshire, one of the sickest 
reggae bands out there. If you ever get a chance to see them live, see them live. It's Roots of Creation. I mean, these guys toured in California. They did a Bernie Sanders rally. Every show they do is just dynamic, and they dropped the gem on us last week. Okay, this song starts out with a nice little ska, punk rock, reggae vibe. I get feelings of the sublime song. My friend Eben is a Nazi. You know the one I'm talking about, man. Here, check it out. Listen to it for yourself. song roots of creation okay wake up speeding up again oh i gotta shut it down i gotta shut it down that's too much heat for the people again that was last friday another one that came out soja morning featuring natty roots and gumba jabari okay that song will put you exactly Exactly in the right mindset first thing in the morning. two cups of coffee. I need some positive energy. I need maybe some eggs, maybe some bacon, just something nice in the morning. Give it to me. That's my time. I need to start my day properly. Soja, last week morning. Check it out. It's a fire song, good vibes all around. Anyways, moving on to last Friday. The big one, obviously, we already know. Tribadelic dropped Icarus. We had the man, the myth, the legend talking about it himself. Okay, if you haven't heard that song right now, I don't know how to help you. Okay, because that was a banger and you need to check it out. Great, great, great content songwriting. I mean, it's it's the type of song that just puts some fuel in your soul, tops you off a little bit. If you need a little motivation, if you just feel stuck, if you want to just think about life a different way, man, that's a great song to fire up and just zone out to. Another absolute gem that was dropped by none other than Stick Figure. They said, you know what? Let's just put together the greatest collaboration, uh, you know, the past decade in 
reggae rock music. That's probably debatable. If you feel differently, let me know. Okay. But stick figure featuring slightly stupid tribal seeds, the green common kings and the movement. I mean, damn, that's a festival. That's a festival right there. Okay, they drop World on Fire remix. They've got everybody on this song, man. It reminds me of from the 80s, that song, We Are the World, where every celebrity and every comedian, every musician got together and just sang, you know what, that's what it is, but the reggae rock version, and I like it. Okay, get these vibes right here. song came to fruition how those conversations went oh let's let's get this man let's get these guys let's get these guys and just build 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 and next thing you know you have one of the best songs that i've heard in a long time something i'm gonna be banging for quite a while thank you stick figure for continuing to bless us with good music right that wasn't it man we also got another special gem from a couple of people another collaboration all right that uh came out real smooth real smooth it's red mellow if you don't know red mellow it's r-e-d-m-e-l-o red mellow featuring innovision and gonzo i know you know who innovision and gonzo are okay because those names are just in the in the reggae rock um atmosphere you, you you've you've seen them on instagram you've heard their stuff before myself i'm new to Red Mellow. And I went back and I listened to the catalog of Red Mellow. Shame on me for not knowing because there are some really good music out there. I love the energy. It's it's just, you know what? I'm going to stop. I'm going to put it on. You listen for yourself. You listen. You do what you do what you say. You keep me, keep me away. You give me For me, at least, just the the modern state of relationships, the games that people play, the times of Tinder, the you know the uh, 
the things that can happen in this modern world with social media and how easy it is and, and kind of the, the challenges that we face. So thank you, Red Mellow, for keeping it real, blessing us with a song that's true to form. A little bump and grind in that, too. I like that. I like that rhythm. Check out Red Mellow. Good looks in the vision and Gonzo, man. You guys keep it real, 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 real. Another thing that we were blessed with as a community, Raging Fire put out a song, Better Tomorrow, with a video to boot. I recommend you check it out. Raging Fire. Cinematography in this video is absolutely dope. I mean, we're talking Hollywood studio level cinematography. I mean, this thing's a damn movie. Check that video out, man. If you uh, if you like musicians that keep it real and talk about things that are relevant, not that fluff, not that bullshit, that real shit, that shit that's going on in the world, check out Raging Fire, Better Tomorrow. You will not regret it. And speaking of videos, speaking of videos, probably was a big day for music videos. I love music videos. The first one that comes to mind is something that was dropped midweek by one of the most talented females in music, a woman who brings good vibes, good energy everywhere she goes. She spreads positivity, love, and empowerment through her words, through her social media, through her music. Cannot get enough of her music, need more. And you know what? She's teased us a little bit about maybe an album coming this year, and I can't wait for it. Hiri, she go. There's bumps. Don't take my word for it. Listen. <laughs> Somebody's working out, running stairs, just getting right. There's chickens walking around. I mean, this video is all over the place, but it is an absolute essential vibe. You must check out Hyrie, She Go. That's not the only beach island vibe video that we were blessed with. Another one that, that uh, one of my personal favorites and a man that has blessed the Reggae360 platform before. 
I mean, this man is absolutely a legend. Everywhere he goes, he's making a name for himself in the States. He's a celebrity in Japan, Jamaica, everywhere you go. If you follow the Caribbean music scene, you know the name, Yakopo. He brought out another banger with some beautiful, beautiful scenes, some beautiful people, beautiful energy, beautiful art. Everything's just beautiful. I love this song, Never Letting Go, featuring Yakimo, Yakopo. Let's check it out. She says she never let him go. She says she's ready for the road. No matter wherever I go. She says she always gonna hold on. I swear that she's a keeper. We groove and we vibe when we brought that reef up. A beauty, a goddess, a Mona Lisa. Looking her eyes and I had to keep up. that song's not on your summer playlist i don't know what you're doing wrong but hey you need to really just rethink some things because that is an absolute fire track all right we also got a couple other ones satsang dropped a video for a song home first of all that song is is just there's so many levels to it so many different dimensions i love it i love satsang's music we're cooking some things up at reggae 360 around that the video is a cool concept it just kind of shows him out on the road traveling different places but you know plants that thought of like wherever you go you always somehow return home and, it, and the video kind of follows that and it's a it's a cool thing i mean if you're traveling and for work if you're on the road if you're touring if you're doing whatever man that's always a good video a good song to throw on just remind yourself wherever you're at man you're gonna somehow return home i mean unless you're a rolling stone in which case just go wherever you want, like the breeze, like the wind. Okay, I like it. One more song that came out with the video, Friday, is a song that we talked about last week. Sensi Trey. Another song that came out with the video on Friday and one that we talked about in last week's episode. Okay. An essential track. A track about life. A track that puts you where you need to be at any point in time. Sensi Trails, Just Living, featuring K-Bong. Whew, I love this song. I love this life. And I love this life. Sensi trails with their crew walking through the streets, living life, just good energy, good vibes. I mean, this is the type of video that I might throw up on the weekend if I just want to just chill out. You know, it's it's uh, it's good, man. I, I I definitely 
definitely enjoy that song. And that video just matches the energy. Couldn't ask for more. Okay? Those are the videos that came out. A lot happened last Friday. We also saw some news. Some news that's unfortunate. Some news that's very fortunate. Let's start with the unfortunate. James from the Dare Knots is leaving the band. Oh my God, that one hit me hard when I saw it on Instagram. Dare Knots is one of my favorite bands. They bring so much energy. Watching them perform is like going to the fucking circus or a theater. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a piece of art, man. Those guys have so much energy when they perform. And James was an essential piece of that. Now, the message on Instagram was, it was positive. It was a positive one. And you know what? Sometimes when you lose a member of the band, that allows them to chase other pursuits in life and, and maybe bring somebody that brings a different element. And, and, and who knows? Maybe everybody's better afterwards. I know James is a clothing line that he's involved in and, and, and good on him and, and, you know, wish nothing but the best for somebody like that. And the Dare Nots, I hope that they come back even stronger. I hope they drop some new music for us, man, because I love that band. Follow them, support them. If you ever see them touring, check them out. That's the unfortunate news. But it could turn out to be a fortunate thing. So let me not be negative. Let me be positive. All right. Good luck, James. Good luck, Dare Nots. Let's go. Fortunate Youth, they announced that they are coming out with a song called Live Life, which is based on that title. I need that. I need to hear that song. But it's featuring a reggae superstar, Alba Rossi, and another bona fide star, Harrison Stafford. I can't wait to see that collaboration, how that comes out. Dan Kelly and Alba Rossi. Oh, man. Whew. I'm here for it. Live Life. I bet it goes. Speaking of legends, Brett Ballinger is coming to the East Coast. He's doing a solo tour. I think down there in Florida, maybe one of the Carolinas. Damn, I hope Brett Ballinger comes up to Boston. Man, that'd be amazing. He's so talented. He dropped an album last year. It was huge. Check it out. It was so good. I love anything Pepper does is, is amazing, whether it's wine, whether it's you know mega tours, whether it's just going back and listening to some of their old CDs, man. Those guys are, are um, they're in the Hall of Fame, you know. And and to see Brett Bollinger kind of exploring his his solo work is cool. It's different. It's definitely different. It's more chill, kind of more mellow. But I like it, and I would love to see him in concert. So, check out his Instagram, Brett Bollinger. Maybe you can catch a show. Again, talking about legends. More news, Kali Buds. One of the most successful. He's like the reggae rock pit bull, man. He's just like, he's done songs with everybody. He has collaborations. He, and he crosses genres. And he, he has just good energy, good music, good vibrations all around. He's doing a song with one of the biggest rap artists in the world, Russ. Also, Be Young is on that song. It's a song called Bank. I shot it next week. That's a fire song. I listened to a little snippet of it. They're not going to pull it up because it was on IG. And uh, that song's coming out, man. Check it out. Hopefully it drops on payday because you listen to a song called Bank. Unless they're talking about saving money, which is probably not what they're talking about. But maybe. What was that noise? Who knows? I don't. Okay. 
just ignore that. Go ahead. You know, we're working on production value, people. Don't don't come down. Don't drop the hammer on me. All right. Bank. Next week. Who else is teasing new music? Huh? Who else has new music coming? It might not be coming next week. But there are four artists that I made a note on Instagram at some point in some fashion alluded to the fact that they will be coming out with new music. And for each one of them, I am right yeah, for it, man. I can't wait. Higher Ed Band working on new music. P-Funk North in the studio. I'm assuming working on new music. Through the Roots, they are dropping new music next week. Watch out for Through the Roots, recent Law Records signing. These kids are ascending into the stratosphere of successful reggae rock bands. I love what they do and how they do it. Check out Through the Roots. Also, Unified Highway, man, my favorite, favorite side project of Eric Rachmani. Might be my favorite side project of anybody. But Unified Highway, if you don't know who Unified Highway is, check it out. Eric Rachmani is half of the duo. They bring a different sound than Revolution, but you still get, you know, Eric's positive message, his voice. It's cool, man. It's very, very cool. And they're coming out with new music again. I don't know when, but I am here for it, dude. And that's that. That's what happened last week. A lot. Holy shit, a lot happened. Artist of the week, obviously, is Tropodelic. I mean, you heard the interview. You heard Matt Rhodes, his energy, his mindset. That's a man that has things figured out. And he's behind the wheel. Tropodelic's only going to get bigger. And with new music coming, we know it's coming. Man, their music has touched a lot of people. It's influenced a lot of people. There's a lot of people that love Chopadelic and really ride or die, you know, fucks with that band in a real way. And I'm one of those people. I love Chopadelic. I love their message. And they're only getting bigger. They only have more momentum. Positive thought of the week. Positive thought of the week. I think it's just, don't be a dick. Don't be an aggressive, uncomfortable, mean-spirited, shitty person. It's not that hard to be a good person. Damn, sometimes I need to live by my own advice. But we're human. We're all human, I think. There could be some other life beings listening to this right now, but I'm assuming, I'm going to go ahead and assume that you're a human. Control your emotions. Be a chill dude. Otherwise, people just won't like your frequency. Speak your mind. Keep it real. Like, if you need to get something off your chest, get it off your chest. But in the end of the day, like, just be aware of that. Be conscious of that. And love the people around you. Treat the people around you 
well, man. Show thanks. Show appreciation. It'll go a long way. But at the end of the day, just stay true. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to who you are. And be a good person. It's easy. I mean, it ain't that easy. But it's possible. Just remind yourself of that every day, all right? It's possible. Okay. I love you very much, all of you. Wonderful people that have decided to listen through this. I'll see you next week. I hope you all have blessed weeks. I hope you guys accomplish what you want to accomplish and just have good energy around you at all times. Be that good energy. And everything else will take care of itself. On that note, I'm out. And I'm going to bump one more time. Another listen to one of the songs I mentioned. Soldier Morning. I'm out.